Good morning, everyone. It's Judy Bake. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Happy Throwback Thursday. Gonna spin a couple of old shows. Uh, I've been doing this since 2017, since July 2017. So there's some some retro stuff that you guys might find interesting. It's gonna be truncated and weird because before I monetized my uh, podcast, I could play you know regular music. So a lot of times I used to play songs uh, that kind of matched the mood. Now I have to choose from my own catalog. Even though I don't have a sponsor right now. So if you guys want to sponsor, that would be dope. Um, But anyway, uh, that's the story. And as you know, I I tend to share. So I have a a medical procedure coming up in the morning. So I won't be available. Uh, But I'll tell you what. If you don't take care of yourself, you're going to regret it. So make sure you go to the doctor. Make sure you take the tests. I'm telling you, as you cross over 50... Uh, it gets interesting (laughs) and I'm in pretty good health. Uh, but yo, take care of yourself and, uh, your health matters. I mean, there's no show, there's nothing going on if you're not well, I mean, lights, camera, action, everything shuts down if you're not healthy. So make sure you take care of your health. That's what I'll be doing tomorrow. So I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the throwback and be your best selves. And we'll touch base Monday. I'm sure I will have stories for you because, you know, that's what I do. Take care. Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Happy Friday, November the 9th, 2018. We're almost towards the end of this year. We can put it in the books in about a month and a half. So, you know, again, I urge you, if there was something that you had planned to do with your life this year or in your life this year, you got two months to make some headway, to finish, whatever it is, you you can do it. You know, you just got to stay focused on your goals. It's really hard, hard, though, I know. Because sometimes it's just the distractions outweigh everything else. Um, But anyway, it's Friday. I'm all up in my fields. It's Friday fields. And this is the uh, What's Love Got to Do With It edition. (laughs) So, you know, I uh, spend a lot of time having conversations. I don't know if that's obvious, but that's something I'm interested in. I mean, good conversations, not... uh, you know, who did what and how so-and-so looks or whatever's going on on love and hip-hop, that doesn't interest me. Um, I'm the one that's going to ask you uh, an introspective question. And some people go down the rabbit hole with me and some people don't. Last weekend, I was brunching with some friends and I asked the question, do men fall in love? And before my cousin Brett texts me because he listens to the show excuse me he listens to the show all the time he's clearly in love with his wife okay I get it so before you text me Brett I understand (laughs) you're gonna have an issue with that question but I'm talking about uh, other men average men you know are they capable of falling in love and I got some interesting responses Uh, one of my friends she said men fall in love with the visual And uh, that's what hooks them. And she didn't get much deeper than that. But also the waiter came and took her order. So, but she basically was like, yeah, man, like the way you look. But 
in my mind, like that's not going to sustain a relationship. Certainly that's the beginning of something, but you know, over time your looks change. Sometimes people's looks fade. Um, you know, it's, that's not sustainable. And then my other friend said something super deep. I, I had to ask the question, actually the original question was, do men fall in love with you or do they fall in the or do they fall in love with the idea of you? Um, do they fall in love with women or do they fall in love with the idea of who they think that woman is? And my friend then went, I don't think they fall in love. And I was like, Damn, I never even considered that. Right. That that really wasn't part of my question. I feel like they fall in some sort of love. They can, you know, but I think it's harder to recognize the older they get. You know, because once a man gets his heart broken, it's like the end of the world. Like they can go and break 20 hearts. You know, they can slick talk you out of your panties. They can say all kinds of stuff and they're cool with running game on you. But if something happens to them, then it's the end of the world. What? You know, they're they're crushed beyond crushed. (laughs) So um, when she was like, oh, I don't think they fall in love at all. That threw me. Because I feel like they fall in some sort of love. Uh, even even a guy who's just a slickster, you know, I think there's probably one or two that he wishes he could go back and fix if uh, he broke their heart in any kind of way. Because, you know, this life can get lonely. And I think uh, a lot of dudes look back and go, hmm, it would have been nice <laughs> to have uh, someone who cared about me for real. You know, I've actually had that sensation quite a bit. Like, I feel like I can hear it in their voices. Like, man, I wish I had messed that up. But it's too late. That ship has already sailed. Like, it's out in the ocean. It's doing its thing. You know, I, once I turn off, I'm off. Um, But, you know, she said that and I thought, gosh, that's deep. And I don't know. I don't know if anybody wants to talk about it. I don't know if anybody wants to call in. You know, I know you guys, a lot of you guys listen through Spotify, um, which is dope, but it's not interactive. Um, You can find us online at Just Media Works on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Just Media Works. Um, You know, if you if you want to discuss it, I'm open. I really would would be curious to hear uh, a male perspective on that. if you listen through Anchor, of course, please call in. Uh, and if you don't, sign up for Anchor and call in <laughs> because I'd be curious to hear what uh, other people's take on that is from the male and pre- female perspective. I mean, I'm not a male basher. In fact, I feel like I've been a male apologist for too many years. I'm always seeing their side, uh, whether I think what they're doing is something that I would cosign or not I'm usually like well he's probably feeling like this I'm not the woman that the my friends called so I can tell them their man ain't shit that's not me um but as I've gotten older and I look around and I look at the status of my own relationships and the ones that were successful for their time and the ones that were not and I look back and I think you know I've I've entertained a lot of bad behavior. <laughs> I've humored bad behavior in my relationships. And, you know, it's just fascinating to me because I love men. But at the end of the day, sometimes uh, love has absolutely nothing to do with it. You know, I was having another conversation with uh, 
someone in a more committed scenario than I am, because uh, I'm single, actually. Um, and it was so fascinating because the love is there. And, and the song had it right. Love can be there. You can feel deep love and affection for that person. That person can feel deep love and affection for you. But you know what? Seeing each other every day, you know, familiarity can breed contempt. You know, so it's like this is hard to sustain. Is it sustainable? You know, is there a reason why people uh, got married for business transactions? You know, there was a time in history where you got married and as a woman, you were expected to make the babies, clean the house, cook, take care of your man because he was going to go out and, and be in the world and then come home to you. But was that sustainable? Probably more so because your expectations were low. You might not have even enjoyed looking at this human being, but hey, this was this is this was the transaction. You weren't going to get a house on your own. You couldn't even vote. You know what I mean? So as things have evolved, you still look around and you think how many people are actually happily committed to their partner? And is it even possible to, to think you can be, you know, 40, 50, 60 years in with someone? And yes, it happens. And yes, there are those couples you see that were made for each other. But we don't know how many universes they've traversed to be together now. You know, yeah, and I believe in that shit. I believe that there's a cosmic element that's at work in our lives. Sure, I really do. And I believe that there's some sort of magical force at work most times. You know, I believe in God. I believe in providence. Um, I'm not out here trying to convert anybody. That's just what I believe. And so, yeah, you see those couples that are like magic together and it's like how the hell did that happen you know and she's 70 and he's 80 and they're just chugging right along um but more than that I see couples who just you know they weren't made for each other and whatever they had has dried up (laughs) the thrill is gone baby (laughs) and not that I find that funny it just the way I say things makes my makes me laugh you know um that's what's funny about my humor sidebar. People have told me I'm funny, which is great. And I don't know if it's obvious on this podcast because I don't feel like I'm cracking anybody up with this thing. But people tell me I'm funny all the time. But what really makes me laugh is most of the time I'm not trying to make them laugh. I'm saying stuff that makes me laugh and they happen to laugh at the same time. So, you know, I don't know. That's just the way it is. That's how it works in my head, you know somebody was like you should be a stand-up comedian that immediately there's not shit funny about not being able to pay my rent because I'm trying to make people laugh you know what I mean like uh-uh you know and when I said that the person who told me I should be a stand-up thought that was hilarious I'm like that's not funny you know I need financial security and she was like ah, ha, ha. so anyway uh <laughs> back to the topic so you know I think it's interesting love is a lot of things it's transformative it can it can lift you up it can take you to the to the deepest depths love is amazing and when it's good it's there's nothing better but sometimes love isn't enough when it comes to uh, relationships and the compromises that people can and will make some people just aren't able to compromise and I think we live in a society where the message is pretty clear if you're a man 
There are plenty of options out here. If this one says she doesn't want you and she won't do right, I'm just going to move on. And uh, when a man is ready to move on, he pretty much moves on. And, uh, you know, it'll be easier for him to find somebody else because there will be a new 28-year-old. You know, you use somebody up for 20 years, you're both almost 50. Then he's like, yeah, I'm going to get a 28-year-old because I got some money in my pocket. I'm still decent looking. And, of course, she's going to want to have a baby. So now you got family number two. So, I mean, that happens every day. So the odds are stacked in men's favor. <laughs> uh, and I think it kind of always has been, you know, and not in a negative way. I'm, I, This is just facts. I'm not judging it. It is what it is. Did you all know that there's a very popular theory that Jesus not only had a wife, she was also... Uh, a very popular orator of her time. She was just as big of an influence as Jesus. But when they were interpreting the Bible, they didn't feel like, you know, they wanted the savior to be a man. And so she's been erased from history. That's a theory. Now, whether you believe it or not, it's up to you. But it sounds about like what people would do because religion is used to control people. Um, And, you know, what's more compelling for a man and men in power than the savior of your entire spiritual well-being, being a man, <laughs> knowing good and well, you know, I've been alive a long time. And every time I go to a movie and I see a man chasing after a train or I let her, I'm letting her get away and they're running after shit. I'm always like, I, I really... <laughs> I really don't know a lot of dudes who go like chase the train. You know what I mean? They may be like, let me uh, call and see when she might be in, you know, they might do a little investigation, but like chasing after a train or running out after you during an argument, you know, and I'm not, I know good quality men. I've dated some really great guys. I really have. It wasn't uh, sustainable for us. But that doesn't make them bad people. Just the relationships ran their course. But, you know, I don't know a lot of dudes that are going to do a Tom Cruise run after me. You know, after I storm out. Oh, I'm so pissed. Uh, You know, and here they come running hard. I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting thing. And, uh, you know, I get in my fields and this is something I'm passionate about. I love life and I love people. And I love a great story. So if you have one you want to share or if you have some opinions about this, chime in. I'm 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 all ears. Uh, I do believe men can fall into some sort of love. I'm not sure (laughs) that it's the same love that women fall in fall into because our shit's kind of fantastical. But, uh, you know, love and logic. Can it exist side by side? Hey, super congested this morning. So I apologize for that, but it's really not shit I can do about it. I just got bad sinuses, people. All right. Have a blessed, prosperous day. Be good. Be your best selves. Because if you're not being your best self, I'm sorry to break it to you. You cannot live your best life. So all y'all posting about I'm living my best life and you're not really doing the work on yourself internally, that shit will fail. Uh, Harsh truth. Have a wonderful day and we'll be back here soon. Mad love to you. 
What's up, Anchor Fam? This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. And I want to say happy Tuesday. Was good. Hope you had a great day. I was sitting here. I was uh, making dinner. That gangster show was on. I think it's called The Gangsters America's Most Evil. Something like that. I mean, that's a sinister title. Uh, (laughs) But I watch it. I used to watch American Gangster, the TV show, too. But for some reason, after the film, it kind of went away. Uh, I digress. So I was watching the show. Today was highlighting a lady, uh, Mary Valencia, who for a quick second, I thought, wow, she was she was a G like for real. She was higher up than uh, Griselda Blanco. Like she was she was up there with the men like she was a lady kingpin. And for a quick second, I was like, I wonder if Jennifer Lopez wants to work on that with me. My film uh my film muscles are coming back. The machine is coming back on. I I feel like the time is near. There's an opening for me and uh I I've got product. I'm ready to write. Anyway, back to my uh thought which is here's a conundrum. And you know, I like conundrums. I don't talk about them as much as I think about them. My very first anchor podcast was about the Cosby show conundrum. Like, you know, you watch the show and then you wonder, like, is he like, did he rape the whole cast? Um, That's a conundrum. Here's another one. America. What are we to do with these drugs? Like you hear opioid crisis, even though people in the hood been dying from heroin for years or as they call it, heroin. Uh, Some people call it heroin, which cracks me up. It's like, how how, how did you get to that pronunciation? Um, but anyway, I digress again, cause that's what I do. Um, here's the, here's the conundrum. America has an issue with drugs because people like to get fucked up. Sorry. There's no other, no other way to put it. I mean, I can't think of the non cuss word way to say it. And I don't feel like it because there's nothing as I'm talking about people who straight up, there's no word as strong as fucked up. Like, People who like to get out of their minds high there. And there are a lot of people who like to do that. Then, of course, your body builds up a a tolerance because this is science. These chemicals, things are happening in your body as as you start to do these drugs and your body's sort of like, hey, let's do that again. And, you know, over and over and over again, at some point you you're an addict. Um so here's my question. How do we fix the conundrum of drugs? Because people like to get fucked up. So what do you do about that? And we're not talking about like, oh, let me just take a take a hit of something. Like I'm talking about people who like to just be blotto. And that's an issue because there are people out there who love drugs. Chris Rock had a joke about it. I don't his his jokes are kind of like Dave Chappelle's jokes. They're kind of not really jokes, <laughs> but if you say it in a funny way, uh, you say some serious shit and people laugh. Um, but like that was his joke. Like, you know, people would get high if you could have like a how do I take a potato and a rusty nail and get fucked up or something like that. You know, it's but it's true. Like the sentiment is true. Like there are people who love drugs. So, America, how do we fix the drug problem? When we are in complete denial that some people, not all people, but some people really like to get 
Hi. That's a conundrum. Here's a conundrum. I like the Cosby Show. I liked it in 1984 or 85 when it came on, and I like it now. It makes me laugh. But then I look at it, and in light of all these charges and accusations against Bill Cosby, it's hard to crack a smile with that shit on. So it's like, you know, do I just think about the Cosby show as something that was hilarious from my childhood? Or do I just sort of pretend like he just ain't raped all these people? Um, That's what you call hashtag a conundrum. Yeah.